0: Straight Talk Uncut. What's going on everybody, it's Tellers here. Back with another edition of Straight Talk Uncut. And this episode is being recorded on July 25th, 2016. And the quote for this episode goes like this. The eye should learn to listen before it looks again. The eye should learn to listen before it looks. And that's by Robert Frank. And this seems so fitting for, um, for, the, for the things I'm doing now because I find that's exactly what I'm doing when I'm shooting film. And I'm trying to think back when I, when I initially started shooting film I don't think I ever, I don't think I, because when I initially started shooting film, and I told you guys before, when I initially started shooting film, I, I, was, using, I was using the camera totally as a, to gather, to gather like raw images for digital illustration. That's, that was the initial reason that I started shooting film. Um, you know, before, like even, even when I was a kid, when I, when I was a kid, when I was used to shoot, and I told you guys about this also, I, I never really got pictures developed, you know, unless I was shooting with a Polaroid, but I never shot I, I never like until now, until like way later, you, you know, when I went to digital, is when I sort of started doing photography. Uh, or, you know, using the camera as a tool for cr- creating images, creating, you know, photographic art and not uh, creating a catalog of images that I can use for digital illustration. So it wasn't It's not really until now that I'm back to film, you know, I mean, I shoot digital, but back to experimenting with film that I noticed myself. I mean especially because film is is, is harder to, a little bit harder to come by a um, little bit more expensive than it than it was uh, you know if you still buy just single rolls and depending on the, the film you're using um, and you can't just go and buy black and white film at Walmart or anything like that now you know I think they still do have like Fuji film Fuji like uh, like the 200 speed four packs i think you can still get that at at uh like drugstores and stuff like that but it wasn't until now that i started really really thinking and really composing really observing before i press that shutter it's like all these things and i even even when i'm doing just simple stuff i was uh over the weekend i was shooting some pictures of my my daughters i was testing out some cameras and i noticed myself doing that i noticed like thinking uh you know uh this shot you know i i can't i can't it's like i know the shot i want to get or i know what i want to do but i can't i can't really frame it in the camera right I i can't get it in the in the in the viewfinder right so i just pass on it unlike digital you know, I would pop off shots from every single angle. <laughs> like, like if, even, if, even if there's a question, even if I, I think I got it right the first time, I'm gonna pop off 10, 20 more shots just to make sure because I can. It's digital, it's, it's you know. Um, so, but, you know, I notice myself now, like if there's a shot that I wanna get I think to myself, I can't, if I can't quite get, even if it's the subject, like like my, my daughters were jumping on the trampoline and I was just trying to see if I can use this rangefinder to compose a shot that I captured with my K3 months ago, that was a pretty good image. That actually was an image that I didn't even come up with. It was one, I saw something similar, Online, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna see if I can recreate that. And I, I was able to do it. So I was, I was thinking, I want to try to do that, recreate that with this, with this rangefinder in this film. Um, and it, and it was, it was a simple shot. It was a shot of uh, my daughter's holding balloons, like one, my youngest daughter holding a balloon, and then jumping on the trampoline, and it looks like the balloons are, you know, taking her up. And I can't remember who I got that idea from, or where I saw that picture. And I was like, you know, and I, I remember either seeing it or, or hearing about it on a podcast and saying, you know what, I'm gonna go home and try to recreate that. And, um, and, I, and, I, and I did it. So I was gonna try to do it again because we have every, every night, every evening around four or five, you know, we get these really, really dramatic clouds like these, we actually had a hailstorm yesterday. So, right before and, and right before and after that hailstorm is when those clouds are like a mixture of you know of, of like these big billowing clouds, and then you see like some clear sky shining through every so often. Um, so I wanted to get that same shot um, with those clouds in in like the background almost like they're going up into those clouds and i was trying to get it with the rangefinder, and that you know I, I don't know if i got it but unlike with the k3 i can just put that thing on continuous auto high and just pop off shots and then i mean you know I, I'm, I'm going to get the shot just it's just the fact of it you know it's just it's just going to get the shot but uh <laughs> with the rangefinder, not only was it of course, it was hard, but it was like, you had to think about it a little bit more. You, it's almost like you had to, um, I had to like, do a little more directing. Unlike when when my daughters, when I had the K3, I was just saying, just, just jump, just hold the balloons and keep jumping, you know? So, um, so my point is, I, I think this is gonna make me you know, shooting with film is like a departure. It's almost like a writer who says, "I've heard writers say this before." Say when they get into a a rut or or they they you know they get into a funk where they, to where they can't write, they go back to you know pencil and pad or pen and pad instead of using you know like word uh, like Microsoft Word or or Scribe or some other. Sort of writing software, they go old school, and it forces them to 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 write better or to write in a different manner, to where they're not taking it for granted, to where they have to put a little more thought into it, because you can't just uh, backspace and delete. You know, there's some effort into making mistakes. There's some there's some effort into into uh, consolidating. Your thoughts on paper, you know, there's there's a, a little bit more manual effort than it is when you are when it's a, when you know a software program can do a search and replace word, re- replace certain words that you overuse or something like that. You have to like go about it as you're writing, and have to put a little a bo- little bit more thought into it as you're writing. And I think that's the same thing with shooting film. Not only that, especially if you're developing your own film. You you have to think a little bit more. Uh, you know you have to you have to just it's just a different thought process because one thing that I as I was shooting I didn't do it but I was thinking if I should just based off previous film uh, of this Kentmore I've been shooting this Kentmore film and I and I was like I wonder if how how much I can push it so but with the camera i was i was using i didn't want to try it with that camera because it had it was the ushika 35 because it has a uh, it has like it's not full fully auto so i said if i'm going to do that i was going to use like uh a fully i mean not not fully auto but it's not fully manual i was going to use a fully manual camera camera um to do that to to uh to like push you know, pushing films to where the camera is not making any decisions for me—it's all me. Because uh, I saw someone shooting Ilford HP5 and they're pushing it to like 3200, and I saw, and I kind of liked the effect. So I was like, you know what? I, I've never, I've never tried to do that. I've never pushed any film before. So, you know, but even, even like that, even things like that, uh, you know, thinking along those terms when you're shooting film, unlike when you're shooting, you know, digital, you just set the ISO to whatever you want it to be. And, and then you, you just take that for granted, you know? It's like you you forget to think about this stuff um, because you really don't have to. The camera, you know, even these people that, that, that say the camera's all manual and everything like that, well, yeah, it is. You know, when they shoot in all manual. But if they, if you if you're changing your ISO before 24 or 36 shots, <laughs> you know, like really, can you be that much of an elitist if you're doing that? Um, I have heard though of of people putting in like these low storage. Uh, Memory cards. I don't know know if people do that anymore, but I remember hearing of someone using, like, these low-storage memory cards to where they're forced to think in the terms of film because they are limited on space. Unlike, you know, I have, like, 16-gigabyte cards. So even if I'm shooting in full raw, I can get, like, 283 shots. But I do also have two card slots on that K3, so, you know, I put two 16-gigabyte cards in there. I've never... I'm trying to see if have I ever filled up a card, or or two cards. I think the only time I have filled up two cards is when I was shooting on both cards at once. I was shooting raw on one, and it was dumping JPEGs to the other. Um, I think I I think I did that in when I when I took a trip and I uh I didn't take any sort of backup storage, any sort of like hard drives or anything like that. And I was just using all cards, and I and I think I did. I, w- I was able to fill up some cards, but yeah, yeah. I mean, that, if nothing else, if, if you you know, if you find yourself getting into a funk or getting bored with digital or something like that, pick up an old, cheap-ass, crappy camera. Even if you even if you go to one of these drugstores and buy like a dis- disposable, and just see how your you know your your thought process changes and now i'm not like one of these save film type type of people that's trying to um you know just like this movement of uh, you know i've never been like that been like part of these movements really i i i picked up um i came across with an old my one of my wife old minota that was the first one i started shooting with and it it had film in it and i just started shooting with it i was like I noticed myself falling real quickly. you know you think if I've been shooting digital all this time and then I pick up a film camera then i would I would try i was continue shooting like i was that i I would continue shooting like I was with digital, but I didn't I automatically sort of start thinking about the number of shots I had like 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 instantly I automatically started thinking more about my like listening i started listening with my eyes more before pressing that shut it was just like automatic and i was like it was almost like muscle memory when you're working out you know how, how like if you're working out and then you stop for a little bit and then you start back that muscle memory like you 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 started seeing definition and, and stuff you know quicker than somebody who's haven't worked out for like 15 years since high school and then like 43 now. Um But I, I, I noticed that right off the bat and I was like, oh, this is this is something else. This is something different, you know? And um and so that's what really started the journey. That's what really started me back on um film. It was just that. I was I was actually like cleaning up, seeing what stuff and I was actually getting ready to get rid of my old scanner. You know, I was just cleaning up stuff, I was putting stuff on eBay, I had this um, I had this uh, Epson little little what what's it called like make printer that I was putting on eBay and some all you know some some old stuff some I sold like a uh, a little chroma key background and stand then I came across that Manota Freedom and um and it still had film in it and I actually I came across that and I came across this other disposable camera that. It was when I was doing school photography. This, this is like two. Uh, what was it? 2000. This was before real estate. So this had to be 2003 or something like that. Um, I think it was right after. I can't remember. If it was right after or before I started doing weddings, but I was doing um, I was doing uh, school photography for this company for one of the local companies here and the lab my last day this this girl uh i think she was in school for photography but she her gift to me was this uh she she bought this disposable camera and then she was you know just taking pictures of me and uh like you, you know and then at the end like at the end of the day she was like she gave it to me and so, but i never got to develop i never got it to de- develop at all so i came across that in this minota camera and like some old film stuff some old rolls of film that had never been developed. And uh, and, they, and that sort of, uh, actually, I wanted to get them developed, but I wanted to keep the negatives too. So when I went to uh, Walgreens to try to get them developed, they were like, no, you don't get the negative; you get a disc. And that's that's kind of what set me off on, on this, you know, rediscovering like film and stuff. I was like, man, you, you can't even get your negatives back unless you you know send it off to like one of these um mo- like these these dedicated film places. But then they you know they charge you a little more. So it was kind of like a culmination of all that, all those different things that sort of set me off on this path. And, and plus I was just getting bored with I don't know I was getting bored with digital cameras and. It seems like every week there was a new damn digital camera coming out, even though there was some I, I was liking. But it was like, you, you know, you know, you get one, and then the the, you know, what if there's just one thing, just one thing that you wish it had, and then you you go ahead and buy it, and then the next version come out three, four, five months later, and it has that new thing. But now, you just dropped twelve hundred bucks. You know and it was all that type of stuff you know it was just it was just like uh, some a, a lot of different things so so you know i said all of that just to say you know don't make no, make no mistake about it i'm not like one of these um, you know save film and these oh i hate digital you know, uh, no no that's not the case at all uh it's it just it, it just got me to think a little bit more um, and not pay and not be so equipment dependent and actually just yeah you know like like do a little more thinking before you press that shutter um so but you know when I when I pick up my k3 I go back to blasting <laughs> just the way the same way I did but you know I mean it's, it's it's cool to go back and forth it's cool to pick up the two formats it's just I think it keeps your brain active it keeps your brain going, you know what I mean? It's, it's like, it keeps you, it, it, it keeps you um, with something new. You know, I wrote down a list of all, all, all these different things I wanted to try containing, containing like traditional processes, like alternative processes, salt printing, all, all this stuff. And I was like, man, I'm never gonna get bored in photography again, you know? I'm like, even from, I was, I was looking up, um, I was going to buy some new, some new developer yesterday. So I was looking up these, uh, these different homemade recipes because, you know, it's some stuff is hard to get cause it can't ship. And then if it's not at like uh freestyle photo or something like that, um, it's like really, it's really hard to get like, you know, like I don't know I don't even understand how How Freestyle photo Can ship one thing And then B&H Can't ship the same thing I don't I don't understand it I don't understand how One chemical A company can Can ship And The uh, the same exact chemical Another company Can't ship it It's, it's like In store pickup only I don't I don't understand that But whatever It, it is what it is So so it you know that's that's the frustrating thing you know i like i hate like you, you go to buy something and you can't get it and then if you were trying to set up a process around that one thing you know so that's what led me to uh looking up these homemade recipes not just not i mean i'm a tinkerer but I'm not doing it just to be different I was just doing it because I'm like well what if I start using this and then all of a sudden you know you start using something like a certain type of film uh or something and then they stop making it that's the scary thing like you get this look you get this process that you really like then all of a sudden they stop making it so that's why I'm always looking for alternatives you know what I mean like like things that are more in my control um as, as uh worst case scenarios, you know, like okay, what if this happened? What if they stop making this? What if they stop carrying this? Then what's next? So that's why I'm lo- I was looking at okay, with, well, with a with a digital printer, with an inject printer, I still can do digital negatives. If so, if I started doing alternative processes like contact printing and stuff like that, you know, I'm, I'm not I'm not um, totally out of it. I still do it with that. So that's that's why I was making a list of like all these different scenarios and what's gonna keep me busy, keep my mind active and things I can do (laughs) long-term. You know, I was talking to a friend of mine, like, um, we were talking about how like, you know, I came across this article saying how like, beer has been, has been, has been been directly correlated with uh, cancer. And I was like, I was like, is that the case I'm, I'm screwed. I mean, I don't drink beer a lot, but when I do, um, you know, I drink like on a weekend, but then I start my workout routine and I go forever. I go like a hundred days or something like that without drinking. You know, I do these specific regimens to where alcohol is just not in the plans. But, but still, but, but still it's like, it's crazy and so we were just talking about you know you, you see these you see these uh you see these studies on like how to live longer and stuff like that i'm like oh, i mean who i who wants to live i, I want to live to the point to where i can't do anything after that like no who who cares about li- just just existing so so that's why i was making these lists of stuff these things that i can always like you can always do and and with that, of course, you got to consider the 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 you know toxic chemicals and stuff like that when you're doing when you developing film and stuff. So that, that was another reason I was looking at um, less toxic homemade, you know, like like uh, developing recipes. You know what I mean? Because like if if there's anything I can control, I want to control it. You know, if if, there, if there's anything that I can make changes to that make it less hazardous then of course I'm gonna, I'm gonna try it like why not? you know why, why not if you if you can if there's something out there that's working and it's less toxic than the stuff you can just buy pre-made why not consider it? So so yeah that's you know in the same way we're <laughs> talking about beer well um, that was one of the reason why I started even homemaking beer. You know, so it's it's like it's not, it's not like a lot a lot of times. You know, us people that like to tinker, like the build stuff, like the DIY. Isn't I mean, part of it is just I make up. You know, part of it is just my character. I'm a hands-on person, but a lot of it has some other thought into it. it has some other like things behind the scenes that don't ness that is not necessarily apparent. But with, with photography, what I always like to think about is like. Okay, so what did they use before before this thing? You know, I'm reading these history books on photography stuff and I'm like, they, they just made it happen, man like whoa, I mean they, the, the tools and the things they did is crazy. It's like it's like like plate printing, wet plate, dry plate printing and the, the way they have to do it um, It's just crazy. You know like these long as exposures. You know and then we, we're still looking for perfection with, with like or, I don't know like what else can, can be done in photography? Like really what else needs needs to be done in photography that, that actually matters? If if you think about it, if you really think about it, if they never if they never made another new camera body, an- another another new technology for the next 35 years. How would it how would it hurt photography? You know what I mean? Like how would photography miss out? If whatever's available starting right now is the only thing that's available. Nothing else is available. Like they just they just as a freeze on photographic technology. There's nothing that's gonna be created from scanners to printers, whatever. Now you just use that, whatever shit you have, use that for 30 years. Create whatever art you need to create for thirty years, and what what would it like? Who would mi- what would be missing? You know, what we need more megapixels, more image stabilization, more. Uh, I, you know, I what what would we need? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't really know. I don't really know what else could be done, uh, even with video after 4k like I, I i think there's a camera that shoots 8k or 6k or something like that and it down converts to 4k like what else what, what else can be done with drone with with, with camera drones like what what else could be done with drones um you know higher ranges longer ranges longer attitude attitude altitudes longer battery lives what else would need to be done? A camera that can—I mean—a drone that can take up four full-frame bodies at once with mega-zoom lenses. I, you know, it's like think—think think about that. Like, what? What else? What else needs to be done? Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if it, if anything would be would need to be done. Except for people just get out and, and create some something different, something unique something that that just blows everything else out of the water it's just it's just so um uh, the only thing i've seen like that is is subject matter which which really is what should matter anyway but um like i saw this picture yesterday under under one of my flipboard categories street photography and it was a picture I, I don't know how old she is now but she was victim of an acid attack when she was like 6 months old and her mom actually died from it but she was an adult now obviously she's an adult but I, you know it's hard to tell her age just because she's so disfigured but I was like is that the only way to create a power like a powerful image you know that like images like that are the only ones I pause at now images of like that or um um, you know, some other atrocity. It is 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 like the only images that get you to get me to pause. Now, I mean, and, and the only reason I pause is to figure out what happened. But a lot of time when it's a really just a really really beautiful image, I just I just flip through it. It's like I've seen that before. I've seen that before. I've seen that before. You know, it's only when I come across something to I want to know what's going on with it Not, not uh, you know what I, I'm not even going to say atrocity it can be a, a happy image or, or just a different image to where it's more than just a beautiful image just more than just a pretty image to where I, I want to read the caption or read some backstory behind it no, those are the only ones I pause at but I, I flip through images you know I, I can't, you know uh, all, only time I even go to like Flickr or even uh, any of these image sites is when I'm trying to find an image produced from some camera that I'm interested in or some film like yesterday I was trying to I was looking at Flickr images of um, on the Flickr group Cafinol like I said i was I was I was trying to find um, you know like results test results from from different caffeinol comp- compositions so. That's why I was looking at. And then before that, I was looking at these weird-ass TLRs, like the Bosley and the, um, what is it? Flexeret, Flexeret or something like that. These weird 35 millimeter TLRs. And I was trying to to find anybody who's shot with them before and try to see if I can get some, find some picture results. Um, So that's why I was on Flickr. But other than that man i'm I don't go to those you know i'm not i'm not really on those sites I'm not really on those things but uh in a, anyway man i'm 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 rambling i'm rambling on um tell us at StraightTalk.com. that's where you can that's where you can send comments that's where you can send questions uh that's when you can let let me know what you think about the podcast as i continue um that's that's the best way to get me that's really you know I know I'm 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 behind the times on this social media shit, this Twitter and all this stuff, man. I just it's just one of those things to where I've uh come to the conclusion that I'm 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 I just have to figure out a way <laughs> to, to make what I use, what I like to, to use work. Which is old school email. Uh in my in my own website. I had a long discussion with, with a with a guy I know yesterday about that. Um so Anyway, you guys know I don't know a lot, but what I do know, I talk straight about. This is straight talk uncut. Thank you guys for listening. Keep in touch. Hey, stay stay tuned to the to the podcast. I got some stuff coming up. Uh, I've, I've mentioned. I'm just trying to get it get it right, get my schedule down, get my flow right so I can, you know, so I want one be one of these uh these sites you go to and they haven't posted in two years. Um, but that's it. Um, thank you guys for listening. Talk to you to the next episode.